Compliance Clarified, a podcast by Thomson Reuters Regulatory Intelligence. Hello and welcome to Compliance Clarified, a podcast for risk and compliance professionals brought to you by Thomson Reuters Regulatory Intelligence. Each week we discuss news stories and topical issues from our journalists and analysts in the United States, Europe, Asia and Australia. My name is Alex Robson and I'm Managing Editor for Regulatory Intelligence coming to you today from London. I'm speaking to Mike Cowan, Senior Regulatory Intelligence Expert here in the UK. Welcome, Mike. Hi, Alex. In this second episode of Series 8 of Compliance Clarified, we're going to discuss the results from this year's Cost of Compliance Survey. This week, we have published the findings from the Thomson Reuters Regulatory Intelligence Annual Cost of Compliance Survey, which is the 14th annual survey. It explores the challenges compliance officers face, as well as the depth of the problems that they encounter. This year, the survey generated responses from more than 350 practitioners from throughout the financial services sector. We received responses from many different jurisdictions, but the main source of responses was from the US, the European Union, and the UK. We hope that the survey helps firms with planning and resourcing, while allowing them to benchmark their own approaches against those of the wider industry. Mike, can you take us through the main findings from the survey? Yeah, thanks, Alex. This year's survey showed that uh, compliance officers are operating with a limited set of resources, whilst at the same time managing a diverse and and expanding uh, range of subject areas where the volume of regulatory change is expected to increase. Um, Also reported this year are that the costs are expected to increase and that there are difficulties when recruiting appropriately skilled staff. Now, to illustrate this, in 2022, the number of regulatory events that regulatory intelligence monitored was just over 61,000. And this is the third highest annual total since 2008. This figure covered regulators in just over 1,300 regulators uh, in 190 countries. And that is an equivalent to an average of 234 daily alerts. And the survey said that in the coming year, 73% of respondents said that, that they expected an increase in this regulatory activity. Now, this increase was also seen as a compliance challenge for both corporate boards and compliance officers alike, where keeping up with the volume and implementation of regulatory change and the the managing growing regulatory expectations featured prominently in many responses when asked about the compliance challenges they faced. Now, managing cost pressures and balancing competitive and compliance demands were also seen as challenges. But it was quite interesting that 45% of survey respondents said that they did not monitor the cost of compliance with regulations across their firms. Now, the diverse range of activities compliance officers were expected to get involved with was also highlighted in this year's survey where the top three areas of involvement were the 
implementation of a demonstrably compliant culture, the setting of risk appetite, and assessing the effectiveness of corporate governance arrangements. One third of respondents said that they expected compliance teams to grow, and 61% of respondents said that they expected the cost of senior compliance officers to increase. This was mainly due to the need for additional skilled staff and knowledge. 55% of respondents expected an increase in budgets, and staff turnover was predicted to remain the, the same as last year. Respondents also reported an increase in the number of firms using outsource providers for their compliance functionality. Generally, respondents felt that their firms operated uh, effective compliance cultures. I mean, in the United States, 85% of respondents considered their firm to operate an effective compliance culture, and it was 82% in the UK and the EU. Respondents predicted several cultural and conduct risks that could challenge a firm's compliance culture. 67% of respondents said that they expect a higher cost with managing these risks. And these risks included the need to balance competitive and compliance pressures and cybersecurity. They were the top two. However, just a word about, about uh, one other, which was low staff morale, which is emerging as a, as, a, as a significant conduct risk for many firms. Uh, and this is a bit of a worry because that might lead to more widespread non-compliance due to staff error or manipulation. So, uh, as you can see, Alex, there was a wide range of views on, on where the compliant in industry currently is this year. Okay, so you know, increasing workloads, increasing risk and limitations on resources. What is the knock-on effect to the personal liability that compliance officers run? Well, um, I mean, as, as you know, in many jurisdictions, compliance officers can now be prosecuted personally if the company or the individual runs foul of certain laws or regulations. 49% of respondents reported that they expected compliance officers' liability to continue to grow. Now, among senior managers, there was a clear expectation that cultural conduct risk would remain a source of personal liability, where 71% of respondents thought that the regulatory focus on culture and conduct risk would increase their personal liability of, of, of senior managers. And compliance officers are being asked to step up to manage this risk, not only for their own liability, but for other senior managers as well. When asked, uh, respondents said that their top three practical changes that they had implemented to manage this risk were enhanced regulatory training programs, deployment of technology, and um, the more widespread use of attestations. And as you know, compliance officers may be asked to provide briefings and other types of support to help other senior executives in managing the, this personal liability as a result of regulations. So overall, personal liability is still considered uh, you know, to be a concern for compliance officers. What about the future? What did uh, respondents say uh, this should look like? Well, the survey asked respondents what they saw as the ideal characteristics for a future compliance function. And responses indicated that compliance should be seen as a 
as a strategic business partner that is resourced adequately. And and in this ever-changing environment of geopolitical unrest, economic instability, bank industry failures, the list goes on, um, financial services firms must be able to rely on their compliance functions to steer them through this, this labyrinth of associated regulations. Um, the compliance function needs to play a central role in demonstrating that a firm has a strong compliance culture. And to do this, compliance functions must have a suitably senior place in firms' management hierarchy and be seen as a business partner rather than police. But regulators also sort of play a part in this, and the regulators need to be aware of both sides of this relationship. Regulators must be aware of the ramifications for firms of a constant stream of new regulations, and they, the regulators themselves must tailor their approach accordingly. Otherwise, it becomes increasingly more difficult for firms to comply satisfactorily on an ongoing basis. I'm Kim Vanell. Join me every morning for a roundup of what's happening at home and around the world. From the front line in Ukraine. Extraordinary how these people adjust and uh, even laugh when you take cover. To the heart of US politics. When Trump said that he expected to be arrested, it seems like he was trying to get ahead of the story. We bring you everything you need to know in 10 minutes. For your essential daily briefing, follow Reuters World News wherever you get your podcasts. The survey that we put out was uh, open towards the end of last year, beginning of this year. Uh, and before recent announcements about the speed of developments of generative AI. So we didn't have anything about that topic in the survey. But I wonder, you know, if we look ahead to next year, what you think that might be able to offer compliance officers this year, bearing in mind what we've just discussed? Yeah, like like you say, um, since we had this year's cost of compliance survey, the uh, the discussion and the development of generative AI has increased the pace. And so, yes, we will um, definitely co cover this subject next year. Uh, but, um, but what I will do is I will um, give you some benefits, some things to consider that AI brings to the compliance function, the compliance officer. Um, I suppose where I want to start is that, um, you know, as scary as the term artificial intelligence may sound, th there are benefits that AI could bring to compliance. Uh, and I think it's important to say that as much as, like I said, the debate and the discussion around generative AI has picked up in more recently, you know, the, the initial applications of AI have been around for some time. For example, having an automated process that selects and sorts regulatory alerts, like regulatory intelligence, I mean, has been in operation for a number of years. Um, that said, you know, current developments in AI can take that a step further, can enhance the way the compliance function operates even more. So, like I say, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on three benefits and uh, three things that maybe uh, compliance functions might want to focus on. So, 
Firstly, there will be improvements in reporting. That's one way that AI will can, can benefit the compliance function. Uh, for example, the regulatory tracking process can be refined further to perform risk assessments or automate analysis of upcoming regulatory initiatives. Um, the compliance monitoring program and the reports out uh, from the output of reviews that compliance do um, can be that those reports can be put together more easily, that they can be tailored more for governance committees or line management, and perhaps even produced more um, real-time or, or more frequently. Secondly, the monitoring of particular processes within firms can be aided by the use of AI. You can look at many firms these days, and the use of AI is becoming more prevalent. I mean, we've seen that. The use of AI in the underwriting and claims processes in the insurance industry, the use of robo-advice for investments, uh, the use of AI in the loan application process. Uh, only a few examples of multitudes of ways over recent years that that, that AI is being used. And, uh, and I've even left out there probably one of the most most important areas that AI can be used on, and that is the, 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 the applications to monitor processes for countering financial crime. So for compliance, what this means is that when it comes to monitoring these areas, AI can be used to you know, identify exceptions in a more real-time basis. It can be used to report these exceptions to line management on a more real-time basis. And it can be used to, to determine more appropriate actions to correct any problems or to correct things that are found to be wrong. Thirdly and finally, um, I think that the compliance processes can be made more efficient, so uh, thereby freeing up compliance officers' time to focus on more important, high-priority tasks. For example, the use of chatbots may be used by compliance departments to answer basic compliance questions. The compilation of the compliance handbook or, or the compliance mon monitoring methodology maybe more straightforward process by using AI uh, than before. So, like I say, there are probably many more benefits than the three that, that, that I've given there. But AI is something that compliance officers should be looking at more closely to try and uh, improve the way they provide um, uh, compliance and, and give assurance about compliance to their firms. But as you say, Alex, this is maybe more of a discussion for next year's Cost of Compliance report. Well, thanks, Mike. Uh, let's leave it there for today. Thanks, Alex. That's it for this week's Compliance Clarified. Your feedback is important to us, so please give us a rating on your podcasting platform of choice. Or you can get in touch directly. Our contact details are in the show notes. For more information about regulatory intelligence, please search for Thomson Reuters Regulatory Intelligence or check the show notes for a link. Compliance Clarified, a podcast by Thomson Reuters Regulatory Intelligence.